Hi there, and welcome to the Grief and Rebirth podcast. I'm your host, author and trauma survivor, Irene Weinberg, here to encourage you wherever you are in your healing journey. In each episode, I chat with incredible grief and trauma specialists, healers, mediums, and celebs, as well as remarkable people who have inspiring healing stories to share. If you're looking for a podcast that's both uplifting and inspiring, you've found it. Let us help you find your joy in life. Hi, everyone. Loving greetings to each of you from my studio in West Orange, New Jersey. And I truly hope this finds each of you well. Today, I'm bringing you a sure to be healing heartwarming and inspiring interview with Suzanne Giesman, who will be speaking to us from Hilton Head, South Carolina. Suzanne is a highly respected mystic, metaphysical teacher and medium who shares the awakened way, which is the path to knowing who you are and why you are here. Be it through her 13 books, her classes and workshops, her weekly radio show, her Messages of Hope documentary, or her one-on-one sessions, Suzanne provides stunning evidence of life after death. I have no doubt that her messages of love, hope, and healing are going to go straight to your hearts. But first, we need to take a quick minute to show some love to our sponsors. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, Suzanne. It is my honor and a true pleasure to welcome you to Grief and Rebirth Podcast. Hi, Irene. And what a great name for the show, Rebirth, right? We don't have to die first to be... That's the the whole point. You don't have to sit there and suffer. You can transition. You can change. So important to know that. We have choices. Let's begin our interview with this question. At one time... You served as a commanding officer in the Navy and later as an aide to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. How did the devastating death of your stepdaughter, Susan, send you in search of life's deepest truths and inspire you to pursue your current calling? Well, Susan's death finally got my attention to look for something more than this physical life. I was in the last aircraft in US airspace on 9-11 with the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. And that really got me asking those deep questions at that time, but I didn't find satisfying answers through traditional religion. So I set my seeking aside and you know, there's a divine plan. And part of my plan is to be doing the work I'm doing now, but I was not, I had no idea I would be one day a, a spiritual teacher and a medium. And so, when Susan passed, she actually came to me two days before she passed in a dream to let me know that she and her unborn baby would be fine. I didn't know what that meant at the time, but afterwards I look back and I say, was this all planned somehow? And when I saw her lifeless body at the funeral, I suddenly knew with utter certainty that the body is just a vessel, that there really is a spirit that animates these bodies. And by gosh, I was going to find Susan's spirit, no matter what it took, even though at that time, I really had no idea if there was a way for me to do that or how it was going to happen. But oh, how life has changed. Wow. Wow. 
Well, what did you do to hone your abilities to share what you've learned from higher consciousness with the world? I mean, that that's quite, you know, it's one thing to want to communicate with, with Susan, but yeah. some of us go to a medium like you. Uh, I mean, you actually went through all this. Yes. Yeah, well, that's why I know it's part of a plan because this was 2006 and meditation was not yet mainstream. But somehow I knew if her spirit was around and if I was going to connect with her directly, I needed to start meditating. And I remember that it sounded so strange when I would say to my husband, Ty, I'm going to go meditate now. And I didn't really know what I was doing, but, and I fell asleep every day for the first three weeks. But with my military discipline, I meditated every day and I did not connect with Susan right away, but I kept asking for that. But along the way, I started to open up to adventures in consciousness that had me questioning, wait a minute, this reality is not what I thought it was. And finally, Ty and I did go to a medium. And what's funny, Irene, is that he tells people later, he went along just because I asked him to. He didn't know what a medium was. And now he's married to one. Right. <laughs> That's how we got started. And then the, the reading with that medium was so mind blowing. There was no doubt in either of our minds. And my husband's a retired destroyer captain, also very by the book. No doubt that Susan was in that room with us with that medium from the evidence. You know what that's like. Yep. And so I wrote a book. I wrote the autobiography, or the biography of a wonderful medium, Anne Gaiman. She introduced me to another medium, Janet Nohavik. I wrote her biography at both of their requests. By the way, I know Janet. Yeah. And so Janet is the one that pulled me to the front of her classroom when I was there just to watch how she works because I'm writing her story. And she said, you can do this too. There's a spirit standing here. What do you sense? And with my military background, I wanted to fall through a hole in the floor because I didn't know what to do. But the military background said, you stand there and do it. You know, And so I brought through really a Sounding evidence when put to the to the okay. test on the spot, including the, the the father of one of the students' nickname. I mean, how he died, how old he was, what he did for work, and his nickname. And I just stood there saying, "Where did that come from?" But it came from two years of daily meditation, trying to connect with spirit, and having Janet Nohavik say, "You tell them what you want them to give you, the spirits, and they'll give it to you." And they do. That's an amazing story. So I think you had the gift all along and you were just, you just plugged into it. Well, I mean, I would say I had the calling all along. I teach thousands of people now to connect to spirit and we all can do it because what we're connecting with is our soul and we all are souls here and now. So once you learn how to, to shift your point of view from the human story to the soul and know that it's possible to connect to another soul that belief opens the door like it did in janet's class and if it's your calling it'll really open up with things like nicknames and such but if it's not your calling you can still connect with your loved ones who have passed that's the beautiful message that's amazing that's wonderful so you communicate you're so gifted you communicate with spirit beings, including the souls of loved ones, spirit guides, angels, and masters in the spirit realm. How do these beings appear to you when you connect? 
And what would you call the job description of spirit guides, angels, and masters in the spirit realms? Job description. I like that. This is the funny thing I just last month said to my guides. What? I'm like a handicapped medium here because I don't see any of you. And they said that that is by design because the greatest way to know those across the veil is to know them through sensing them. They said that across the veil, they don't appear as different forms. They know each other by their light, by their energy, their vibration, and they want me to learn to do the same. So I had to really hone my sensing ability and I feel their personality. I feel the difference in the uniqueness in every being. I feel their power, which lets me know if they're at one level of being or the really higher masters. And I really hear them clearly if they're good communicators. And I just know certain things. So it's funny, they, uh, they said what many of you call a handicap is not a handicap, it leads to stronger abilities in other areas. So the job description is for them to help us know that we are all unique expressions of one mind, one light, one source that even though they may have a higher vibration, each of us is simply unique and equally loved. And they're here to help us learn to shine our inner light, to help us on our path, to help us know who we are and just to help us know we are here to love each other fully. And they sure do love us. Oh my goodness. Do our spirit guides, we each have spirit guides. Every one of us has somebody assigned to us for life and then others come and go as needed throughout the our life with whatever issues we're working on so we get thoughts and all that can probably come from our spirit guides oh. Oh, so many of our thoughts are not our own but we think they are i think they are and angels now do they come through to us like that also or they have a different way of uh, they have a i mean what is they help people universally we don't yes. have an assigned angel or anything like that that's right and it, whatever your belief and understanding of an angel is they will come to you in that way so many people who believe that angels are always going to have wings or light around their head will by grace if it's needed have an experience of seeing something like that or you may see it in your mind's eye i didn't necessarily have that vision but i know that i am dealing with those at the angelic realm at certain times it's just a different power a different uh, vibration that's noticeable and our masters very very evolved souls who have been around a million times or <laughs> i know that they wouldn't want to quantify it because they try to keep us out of pigeonholing things but the masters are those who have made the decision that instead of simply dissolving back into the one light that all of us arise from that they are going to continue to help humanity on a large scale the higher their vibration the more people they can affect even at once like jesus many people pray to him and people say, well, how can millions of people be praying to Jesus and he helped them all because he's at that level. Same with the Buddha and uh, archangels, that kind of thing. Yeah. And mother Mary and, yep. and all of them. That's yes. unbelievable. That's great. So you are the author of 13 books. I mean, I would call you a high achiever. <laughs> <laughs> I would call me busy, <laughs> driven. Yeah. So I read your moving book. And I loved it titled still right here. And that's your story about Susan and, and, and it, it provides evidence that our loved ones who have passed are still with us and we are forever connected 
which of your other books would you like to highlight for our readers, for our listeners? And many of them are grieving. So what would Oh, you yes. Know? Well, many people ask, well, which one do I start with? And they're not all metaphysical books. But so within the metaphysical books, the one that's best to start would, would be uh, Messages of Hope. Because if people are on the fence and not sure what to believe, somehow it's helpful them, for them to read my story. Well, if she's this left brain, high ranking military officer that can believe in this and has had all these experiences and she has found joy in life again after the death of her stepdaughter, then maybe I can too. So it allows them, it gives them permission to, to believe and not be afraid. But lots of evidence that came through in my early days as a medium that shows you, you can't deny this greater reality is real. So it's, people love that book, I'm so grateful. And then the, the other one I would recommend is Wolf's Message about a young man whose nickname is Wolf, who came to me, he, I was going to do a reading for his parents, but he came a day or two before his reading when I wasn't expecting him with information that left no doubt in anyone's mind that it was really him. And he had a message for all of us about who we are and why we're here. And people who read that book email me all the time to say, I'm now seeing wolves. I'm having all these synchronicities. I understand what he was saying that we're part of one big web. And we really are, we're all connected. That's wonderful. So you spoke about Messages of Hope, and you've got a radio show called Messages of Hope, That's and it's right. featured on Unity Online Radio Show. How did it come into being, and would you like to tell our listeners about it? They may very well want to tune in. Oh, I hope so, because I have, I have guests like you, Irene, and you've agreed to be on the show, so I'm so grateful. The whole goal is to show people that we can heal from grief. We may never get over it, but we can go on and, again, like I said, find joy again in life. We, we've talked to uh, people who have had undeniable signs from their loved ones across the, ve the veil. So it's all about hope and healing. But it, it was really beautiful how it came about. I, like you, felt a calling to share with people these messages. But I found out that a lot of people have to pay a lot of money to have radio shows. And I said to my husband, you know, Spirit has been so good to me. Everything unfolds so beautifully. If I'm meant to have a radio show, I don't feel I should need to pay for it. And the next thing you know, the new director of Unity Online Radio contacted me out of the blue and said, we would like to offer you a radio show. And I said, well, what will it cost me? They, wow. said, they said, we won't pay you, but you won't pay us. And we'll allow you a platform to get your messages out. And I said, that's all that matters. And they have given me free reign free license to talk about whatever I want. And it's a beautiful platform. And I'm just so grateful because uh, nice feedback from people that they look forward to it. Every oh, week. I'm sure. I'm sure. I think that's absolutely wonderful. Um, you also, and I get your, I get your messages from Sanaya. You, um, you have advanced teachers that you call Sanaya, who are your spirit guides, and they give you daily messages. I think people would really love to get those messages. Oh. So you want to tell us about them? Yes, for over 10 years, I sit daily each morning to meditate. I get, I have my own experience with my guides. And then there's just this, this shift in the energy. And I know that we have this mutual intention. I don't even have to ask for it, that they will give me a short, insightful, inspiring and loving message every day. 
and I sit with my little iPad. I can write with eyes open or eyes closed. I type what they say. I go downstairs and while my husband makes breakfast every day so I can do this, I then post it on a website called dailyway.org. And I also put it on my Facebook page and people get it automatically by email or they can go there by themselves. But you know, Irene, these messages touch people so much because they speak straight to the heart that I don't know, maybe four, just a couple of years ago when we finally figured out how to automate it, we had about 3000 people a day getting those emails. And today in an era when everybody gets almost too many emails, do you know that today we will reach a milestone of 10,000 daily subscribers to those emails. That speaks to the energy of those messages, to the insights that they have to share. People write back every day and say, this one was for me. I needed to hear that. And it, the guides know, they know. They know. Yeah. It, it, it reminds me a little bit of this podcast because I get those responses too when people hear yeah. interviews and they go, oh my God, it, that person was speaking right to me. I mean, well, that's- it's, you're, you're a prime example of one thing, a, a quote from Sanaya, the guides, that you, Irene, when your heart's in the right place, things fall into place. And that's what's happening here. Oh my God, you're, you're, you just gave me a chill. Thank you. That's great uh, and true. Um, all right. So now you got to all of this through starting to meditate. Yes. I don't know, but I mean, most people complain, I can't do it. I have too many thoughts. I don't have time. I don't have patience. So why should everyone meditate? And do you offer anything on your website to help a person learn how to meditate? Oh my gosh, do I? But the answer to that first question is so simple and so short. It's like the milk commercial, but I'll, I'll paraphrase. Got peace? That's why. The joy that underlies all reality, no matter what is going on, is a different kind of joy than the human joy. It's this, it's this, this peace that comes from knowing there's so much more than this drama. And so you learn that just for a few minutes a day, we're not talking about saying OM for an hour, five to 15 minutes a day. You get to drop into that space where the story goes away and you just get to be. And as you do that, then you start to get visits from loved ones who have passed. You start to really get to know your own soul. You start to hear more about your purpose. You can ask questions. You got your own genie in the bottle here. This is my path, not to provide all the answers. I do that with the frequently asked questions page on my website that we're just getting up now. But I, my goal is to empower people to get those answers themselves and to realize that everything we've been looking for out here is accessible through here. So yes, on my website, I have a page of gifts with teaching how to get into an expanded state of consciousness, sample meditations that are beautiful, beautiful professionally done recordings that, that help you experience the soul, not just hear about it logically and think about it, but have the experience. So you say, oh my gosh, but this has been here all along. Yes. So lots of, uh, Oh, that's lots of tools. Yeah, I just, in fact, I just got, I'm very curious and I got one of your meditation CDs off your website and I'm going to be checking it out. And which one? Um, the, the medium, the, the, uh, how to receive messages, the medium. Hemisync? 
Yes. Oh, excellent. And we have a new one coming out right uh, next week in January. And it's all about getting to know your true nature. I am really excited about this. Oh, please. You'll let us all know about that, right? If you're on my newsletter, you have to sign up for my email list and I'll be sending a a notification the day it comes out. Okay. Well, I'm signed up for Sanaya. So will that... um... I won't. I I really respect that Sanaya message. I do not use it as a platform to share. I have to sign up on a new list. Yes. Okay. Okay. We'll do will do. Tell us about the Awakened Way, which ah. is the path to knowing who you are and why you're here. And what would you like us to know about your online workshops called Awakened Living and Making the Connection? Awakened Way is a simply an aware way of living that is a distillation of the teaching that that young man Wolf gave to us through the book Wolf's Message. When we broke it down into what did he really come here to tell us, it came down to three principles. And if we can live by those, then we are living in an awakened state and find so much more peace, no matter what's going on. Would you like me to share those three principles? Please. please. The first one is, it underlies everything you and I know and teach, Irene. It's that we are expressions of one mind. So we are both a soul and a human being here and now, not just when you die. So you're both. And the second principle is that we're part of one big web connecting all that is both physical world and non-physical world. And when you realize that, that's when you start seeing the connections and having the miracles, which is when the veil parts and beautiful synchronicities happen. And the third principle of living the awakened way is realizing that we find our way to peace and love and joy and home with a capital H, which is heaven right here on earth through the heart our sensing, knowing, connecting space, which is a completely different way than simply always living logically, analytically in the head, which is how I lived the first time. Yeah, you're you're the perfect example for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and it doesn't mean we stop thinking and reasoning, but we find that perfect balance, which is also part of living awake and way. It's okay to be fully human, to dive in. I I let out some sailor words sometimes and I look at my husband, I go, oh yeah, I'm some spiritual teacher, huh? And we laugh. And I know that the human side of the dial is dialed up. But then from the daily meditative practice, I can quickly just turn it back to spirit side and just find the peace and balance again. So it's a beautiful way to live without really rules. You're just tuning into the heart all the time. Well, you know, it's you're allowed to be human, Suzanne. I That's exactly right. That's exactly that part about sometimes those words and all that, but you oh, also, yeah. you're conscious of a whole different reality, which is. Well, that's why we came here. We'll have, you know, we have eternity to be the souls that we are. The, you asked the question about my workshops and we talked about it earlier. We can all learn to connect to our loved ones who have passed, connect better to our guides, become more aware of them, get on the fly guidance to challenges. And so I have several online on-demand workshops on my website. One of them is free. It's called Awaken Living and that's on the gifts page. If you like my teaching style, then I have some other ones that are very professionally done and people just love them. I'm so grateful to be able to share what I've learned with others and empower all of you to do this yourself. A true loving um, plug for you is that I know quite a few people who have taken your classes and you are adored and they think you're beautiful so i you know i'm passing that along to all of our listeners well Um, i adore this community i really do because 
I, I know that I try my best to exude the love that spirit world gives to all of us. And if that can help to bring that out in everybody, what a blessing. And I truly have learned to see the soul in everyone. And I love everyone. And it's such a beautiful way to live. It's a wonderful way. And I, I, I'm, as you know, I'm totally in sync with what you're doing also. Yes. Um, be loving and kind to everyone and all of that. Um, I know you've got about 10 trillion inspiring stories for us. <laughs> what would you like to choose from your huge repertoire to share with us about people who have healed or- But just, I, I, I always am so grateful to the spirit world because I, I do about one reading a day. I always have new material to share, new evidence. I also always ask the my clients, my sitters, if I can share. And this one I'll be sharing in depth in my next monthly mentoring. I do those monthly. All the latest teaching in the last month from the guides comes out in the monthly mentoring webinars that are open to everyone. So this one I'll share at length, but quickly, I had a lesson from my mediumship guide in trusting spirit. In the past, I used to uh, let my scheduling assistant for readings tell me if the sitter was adamant, I want to hear from a child, she would at least tell me that much. And then I would go into the reading and try to sense that child, no matter who else shows up, try. And my guide showed up literally in my mind's eye with a clipboard. I couldn't see her, but I see that clipboard. She was a teacher and it's like, there's a lesson here for you. And that reading did not go well. And afterwards I said, why not? She said, you have to stop trying to get specific people and trust us. We know what we're doing. Give up control, Suzanne. Give I up know. Control. Isn't that hard for humans? Oh my goodness. So last week, I'm about three weeks into this knowing nothing before a reading. And my, I will tell you that I'm very, very human. And this week, uh, just recovering from the passing of my beloved dog after 16 years. I read that. So I'm, I did one reading and it went so, so. And I said to my assistant, Lynette, you know, could you possibly guarantee me really happy, uh, high energy sitters for the rest of the week? Because the reading that didn't go too well, my energy was a little low and my sitter's energy was really low. So I'm feeling if my sitter is already like, I can't wait to hear from my loved ones and I will do my best to raise my energy, we'll have a good connection. What I didn't know was my, my, my reading assistant is sitting back going, ah, because she knew who my next reading was for. It was for a deeply grieving mother oh my. who was really counting on hearing from her son. But she, my, my assistant's hands are tied now. She's not allowed to say a word. And I want a high energy sitter. So I just, I felt great that morning. It was just a couple of mornings ago. And I go in and happily by grace, my sitter's there with her mother on the screen and they're both smiling. Something let them not let, a, let out anything. Well, who's the first person in? But the woman's stepfather and, and her mother's husband. We had a beautiful reunion. He was cracking jokes. He lifted the energy. Do you see spirit at work here? Raising the energy when we all needed it for an excellent connection. And then in comes the grandmother over here. And we had a good connection. And all of a sudden she says, that woman has a son in spirit and he's right here. And I went, and there he was. Now we're 40 minutes into the reading. I'm usually putter petering out by about 45 to 50 minutes. And I knew this was a setup. I said, let's all take a deep breath here. And it turns out 
This is a woman that reached out a few weeks earlier saying, I am desperate to hear from my son because we're going to go through a trial about his death. And I can't get through it unless I hear from him. I'm a fundamentalist Christian. And this is really going out on the limb for me to go to a medium. But I know I believe because I have had a visit from my son. But I need evidence that nobody could tell me. And I know Suzanne's the one to get it. Well, if I had known that before the reading, I would have zeroed in on that, focused only on trial stuff. That young man came through so beautifully and he showed me, he showed me issues going on that led to the trial. He went bang, he was murdered. Oh my God. Murdered and shot in the head, but he didn't want to focus on that. He had messages for his whole family with evidence they were sobbing by the end, but it wasn't grief anymore. It was, these are answered prayers. And with all due respect, I have to show you the cleverness of spirit. When that grandmother came in, I said, I know nothing about these people. The grandmother showed me a Bible. I see charades. I told you I'm blind. I don't see their faces. But I see charades. She showed me a Bible and she went like this. And I knew she was thumping on it. That's the knowing. And she then took a cross and on a necklace and handed it to her daughter in, in my mind's eye. And I said, I mean this totally respectfully, but your grandmother is what we would call a Bible thumper. She could quote scripture and you have a cross of hers. Absolutely correct. So all of this came out afterwards that they had prayed and prayed that God would give them a miracle that day. I may call it source. I may call it joy. I may call it the one mind. It's also God. It's the same thing. And those prayers were answered that day for all of us, for me trusting, trusting the spirits to know what they're doing. From Lynette keeping her mouth shut when she thought everything rests on this energy today. I'm not going to tell Susanna a thing because she doesn't want to know it. And it was it was so healing. That whole family, the husband didn't want to talk to a medium. He, he reached out his hand before to his wife before the reading and said, I'm praying you'll have a good experience. And afterwards, when he and his son watched the video, they cried with joy. Oh, it's just. That's beautiful. That this is, beautiful. is a miracle every day, every day. That's amazing. You know, one of the lessons that we continue to learn, I think, is about how to let go and have faith. Every day. <laughs> that's a challenge for, every, for all of us. It's part of being human. And that's why we came here to face these challenges. And the answer is always love. Always do it for love, for each other. Like you say, be kind and loving. And the miracles happen. It happens. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. So your Messages of Hope documentary on Amazon Prime I think everyone's going to want to check that out. How did that come into being? And tell us all about it. Oh, gosh. I, one of my very first readings in the first year of doing readings was for a woman who had heard about me. And, I mean, the readings were just wonderful from the beginning. I'm so grateful. And, I, and she came and her husband came through beautifully. And it turns out her son is a filmmaker. And he wanted to do a documentary about people who had had a drastic career change midlife. <laughs> and she said, hey, I got a subject for you, she said to her son. And he was going to have me be one of five people in this documentary. And when he heard the Navy story and saw all my photos and footage of me with the, the head of the U.S. military and the work I do now, he said, this is it. We're doing a story He's about you. I found my star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
the documentary was so beautifully done. We it, He entered it in eight different film festivals. It did beautifully. And it was just picked up by Amazon Prime just a few months ago. And it has a, over 100, maybe 200 five-star reviews. It's just 40 minutes long, but it, it's filled with hope. Even I, when I, if I ever go back and look at the last 10 minutes of it, I get so charged up because I get to share the main point of all of this work about why we're here and and how we 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 have hope with good reason it's it's a beautiful That's message beautiful. it's not now it's on my list <laughs> <laughs> and uh suzanne what would you say to all of our listeners about the importance of healing i'm sure you have a lot of insights about well, that they're, why they're should they go out of their way now to to really start their work but there's a reason they're listening right now. It's because they're souls and the soul pulls us to certain things. And if right now you feel like I have to read that book or I have to watch that documentary, that's the soul pulling you on that healing journey. It's when we sit and feel sorry for ourselves that it feels so bad. That's also a way of showing us there's something better. We, in our human lives, we have to have that contrast. So it's often through the pain that we find our greatest joy and we find our path. So embrace the pain, don't push it away. Say, what are you trying to show me? What do I have to learn? And the healing will follow. That's right. That's exactly what the podcast is all about. I, I'm trying to tell people, you can heal to all these people. One of them can really, or two of them can really help you. Um, tell us all the ways our listeners can connect with you. It's pretty simple. Just go to SuzanneGeesman.com and spend some time rooting around there. There's so it's, it's a treasury. My, my, like I said, my assistant's putting up a frequently asked questions uh, page now. It'll be up anytime now. And I just said to my husband, it's like a, a kid in a candy store with all these free bonbons. I just imagine people who are grieving and can't sleep in the middle of the night, finding that page and just reading the answers from spirit, direct from spirit that have come through over a decade. Thousands and thousands of messages from spirit at dailyway.org, which is one page within the SuzanneGeesman.com site. Dozens of videos on my YouTube channel, all of it aimed at empowering you to find your own healing. That's beautiful and so true. And for everyone who's wondering, I'm going to spell your last name. It's G-I-E-S-E-M-A-N-N, -E -E right? Yes, ma'am. I think Google's smart enough that if they transpose a letter or two, it'll still get you there. <laughs> I always remember I before E, except after C, you know, and all that. G-I-E. Okay. And what is your tip? for finding joy in life, Suzanne. Huh. And, I, and I'm saying this as I look behind you and I- I know, I'm, I'm laughing because joy. I call God joy. And so my tip for finding joy is asking for help and connecting with others. Intention is everything. So if your intention from the heart is to find a better way and to find joy in your life, ask this way, please help me find joy. And then watch what happens. I pray frequently, bring on the miracles. And they do. Yeah. That's wonderful. Suzanne, I just love how you state that we do not go to an afterlife, because it is really the ever life. That's right. 
your selfless, amazing gifts illumine that this life is not all there is and that we are connected forever. Thank you for your loving service to our country, for all that you now do to help grieving people to heal. And I thank you from my heart for this wonderful, enlightening interview. And here's a reminder, everyone, that you can see the show notes and all Grief and Rebirth podcast episodes on irenweinberg.com. And make sure to follow us and like us. We know you do. On social at Irene S. Weinberg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And as I like to say, to be continued. Many blessings. And bye for now. Mm -hmm.